Good morning folks. Nice to see you all. Put my glasses on so I can see you. Actually, I put them on so I can read. Like Mark Astor. It's worth thinking about that we are so blessed to be able to have this church service here. It's not ideal. It's not the best place and they do everything to make certain that the rules change for us every week. But in certain countries, it has to be done in secret. Yeah. They can't meet like this. They bury their Bibles so that people don't know them. They don't even tell their children they're Christians. I read this week about one, one country where they've now started to do walking teaching in that they walk around the area meeting up with peoples and telling them the word of God as they walk around because they're not allowed to meet in groups and in China they make them put cameras up inside the church so they can identify the people that are going to church why would you do that? they want to know everybody that goes still we're here and we can do it here quite openly. We can shout and we can pray. Amen. This um, sermon I've <laughs> loosely called Jesus is my Lord, my love. After I left secondary school, having failed my first education, as I was a bad boy, I, I did as every bad boy does. I joined the police. <laughs> uh, in those days it was Worcestershire Constabulary, 1967 and I was posted after training to Stourbridge. Uh, these were the days before Panda cars, before wirelesses. We walked. We walked everywhere. In fact I was the only drive, I was the only person on my shift who could drive the others were all ex-servicemen and I was the youngest at 19 but I had a license I still wasn't allowed to drive a panda car at that stage because we didn't have them I worked all over the Midlands and I was moved from the West Mercia into the West from Worcestershire Constabulary into West Mercia Constabulary and into West Midlands Police without even leaving Starbridge the forces got bigger and bigger and bigger and now they want to make it a universal countrywide one well that's up to them one night at the beginning of my police service shortly before midnight we had a call that a man was breaking into a house in Stourbridge and whilst I was making towards the scene as again on foot I saw a man nearby and I arrested him I think it was probably my first arrest. <laughs> uh, the next day, because I was on night shift, uh, I was allowed to sit in with an interview of this man with our detective sergeant. This man begged us both not to charge him with breaking into a house in the hours of darkness. Because under the Larceny Act, which was there then, Breaking into the house in the hours of darkness was a much more serious offence. You had to go in front of a red robe judge, hanging judge, at assizes 
and you would be sentenced and the sentence would be severe and it was mainly hard labour on Dartmoor he'd been before for hard labour he didn't want to go again hard labour consisted in those days of kneeling on the ground smashing rocks with a lump hammer continually all day they used the rocks as of road building or whatever but it was just a punishment hard labor bended knee without letting up let me ask you a question do you bend your knee to the Lord do you pray earnestly do you hammer away with your prayers the power of such an exercise of prayer and faith works like a steel wedge. A steel wedge that the prisoners used to put into larger boulders to crack open. But your words in faith are like a steel wedge to the Lord and your thoughts and your prayers go to him. They lever open your problems speaking directly to our Lord God with faith that is the only way to speak to him not in careless words but earnestly there's nothing that the world the Lord cannot do Mark as you said earlier and there's nothing that he will not do for you if you pray you do not always get what you ask for perhaps in the way that you wanted to be not in the way of your fleshy thoughts if you play if you pray for light burdens he gives you a stronger back that's the way it works pour out your hearts to him god is our refuge psalm 62 8 In 2 Corinthians 12:7, Paul was given a thorn in his side. He prayed to be relieved of that thorn. But the Lord's reply was, my grace is good enough. We don't know what his thorn was and doesn't matter. If you struggle against a thorn, as we all do, all are different but not unique. All our struggles show us the way the Lord is building our character yes. he is much more interested in our character than our need pray that your thorn which you have to deal with and you all have thorns may give you a chance to grow your character 2 Corinthians 9 8 God is able to provide you with every blessing in abundance so that having all sufficiency in all things at all times you may abound in your work Amen. every morning we should wake up and pray to our God the Bible says God is the one who will help us through all difficult times he repairs broken hearts he liberates people in bondage yep. he comforts the grieving mm. with a crown of beauty instead of ashes 
the oil of joy instead of mourning a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair that's Isaiah 61 3 God is a grateful God God looks after us God will do anything for you to make you feel better God chose us everyone in this room he chose why did he choose you faithful God give me the faith that I need to make it through the day and help me to see you at work as I face my daily troubles you don't have to pray just once in the morning you pray continuously all through the day even when we are lost and sometimes we feel that we are totally lost and I've been there God is always by your side he is our light and our strength and a compass he will guide us through life he is our hope when we see we have none with you is the fountain of life in your light do we see light Psalm 6, 36 9 on my darker days and yes I have them I have a lots of them when I feel I am losing faith I just need you Lord I just need you Lord I need you that's Psalm 23 4 string of words the Lord sent me that I've tried to get together you shall call his name Jesus which is Matt 1 21 that is what the angel said to Joseph that he should call his son that that the child that Mary was was bearing he should call his name Jesus Jesus is such a sweet name I use it in my nightly battles with evil God has many names Abba Yahweh the everlasting Lord the King the priest the Savior Emmanuel wonderful mighty counselor the creator the omnipotent I am the I am I am the Lord your God all these words that we call God are dripped with nectar honeyed words but none is sweeter than the name Jesus I whisper it over and over again Jesus I love your name it's music in my ears it is the name that puts Satan and his army to flight our first love is Jesus Christ and if you keep whispering that and keep remembering that when you are troubled it works Satan will leave you he cannot stand the name Lord I am yours wholly yours all I am and all I have I wish to devote to you Lord teach me Lord how I will how I will do your will and not mine Amen. not the flesh Jehoshaphat he appointed men to sing the Lord's praises 2 Chronicles 20 21 Jehoshaphat 
which means Yahweh has judged, was the fourth king of the kingdom of Judah. He knew the value of praising the Lord and he defeated an army drawn up against him with the help of the Lord. Jehoshaphat reigned from 870 to 849 BC, a long time before Jesus. A vast army, three nations combined together, the Moabites, the Ammonites and the Mennonites, gathered to wage war on Judah. Jehoshaphat inquired of the Lord what he should do, and all Judah gathered together and proclaimed a, a, a fast. They fasted then. And the nation of, Gut of Judah prayed. And Jahaziel stood up at that meeting, having received the Spirit of the Lord, and turned to the assembly and said, Do not be afraid or discouraged because of this vast army, for the battle is not yours, but it's God's. All the battles are God's battles. Do not be afraid, do not be discouraged. Go out to face them tomorrow and the Lord will be with you. So Jehoshaphat and his small army gathered to wait and the appointed singers that he had told to sing the praises of the Lord sang out the Lord's praises and his enemies turned on each other and they attacked each other and they slew everybody. The army against them was destroyed and the people of Judah took three days to recover all the plunder from the battlefield. Have you heard the phrase jumping Jehoshaphat? Jumping Jehoshaphat! A popular euphemism for Jesus and Jehovah and used as an alliteration similar to for Pete's sake. But it's too large to put on a coffee cup. It seems it was first recorded in a novel in the 1860s, but better remembered as being a saying of a popular cartoon character, Yesamate Sam, in the 20th century, the meanest, roughest hombre that's ever crossed the Rio Grande. Suffering Sokotash, again a minced oath for suffering saviour. Sam was an anniversary of Bugs Bunny, if you don't know. Uh, Yosemite Sam, it's about that big. Perhaps it seems smaller. Do you sing your praises to the Lord? Do you sing them all day long, or do you just sing them in the church? Do you tell your workmates and your friends about the Lord? Are you hiding the Lord from those He has sent you to tell? We have received the Spirit, which is God, that we might know these things that are freely given by God. He gives them to you so you will tell others, that you will go out and tell others. Be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God in Christ forgave you. Ephesians 4.32 
Jesus was sent to teach us the way forward in the Lord and what Moses couldn't do with his tablets of stone Christ with his nail pierced hands as asking you to do to spread the word Amen. he chose me he chose you I will gladly follow Jesus I will pray that he may continue to pull me closer until I sit as a guest at the foot of our Lord in heaven search me O Lord God and know my heart test me and know my thoughts point out anything in me that offends you and lead me along the path of everlasting life Psalm 139 23 to 24 May God bless you all.